Hello, and welcome to the Bring It On podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, friends, listeners, family members. Guess what? I'm not dead. I know that um, you probably were thinking, what the hell, Aaron? Where you been? What's going on? What are you doing? Um, my good friend Krista actually asked me, is the podcast canceled? I'm like, fuck. No, dude, it's not. I just have not recorded. Um, It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been like a month. Actually, I think a little more than a month. I don't even know what episode this is. I'll have to look it up before I publish. And this is probably going to be a longer episode, I guess, because there's been a lot of shit going on the last month. A lot of heavy shit, you guys. Um, any, I guess, if you know me, which I guess, I think all my listeners that actually listen to my podcast know me because you're all my friends and you're lovely and family. Or I don't even know if any of my family members listen to this. <laughs> How pathetic is that? It's not. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. I don't even care. Um, because that's not the point. I don't, I don't know what the point of this is today. I don't, some days I don't know what the point of this is at all, but that's okay because, you know, just some days it's flinging something at the wall and hoping it sticks or hoping something sticks. And I feel like this past month has been, um, not so much flinging shit against the wall, but like ducking shit getting flung at me. Um, number one, motherfuckers stop dying. Please. Just please. Please people stop that I know. Stop dropping dead. Um, friends of friends and friends of family and family of friends and friends and holy shit. I don't. I don't know. They say things come in threes and we've surpassed the three. So I'm out. I'm over it. I can't. Just can't. I can't. I need people to be like here. People need to be here. They need to hang on around a little longer. I know that I'm not like a young chicken and spring chicken anymore. Okay. I am. Shush. I am. Um, 44 and a half ish. I mean, I'll be 45 in a few more months. So, I mean, I'm not in my 20s anymore. And the older we get, that's just it. The more people we lose, it seems like, you know, you, we're not here forever, which frankly, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to be here forever. Um, life is a lot of things. And exhausting is one of them. You know, it's it's awesome. It's amazing the life that we're given and the experiences that we have and the people that we get to know and the things that we get to do. And it's awesome. It's amazing. This life that we're given is amazing. 
even if it is hard as shit a lot of times. That's just it. It's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be some fucking cakewalk where every day is easy. Because if it was easy, we'd be bored as fuck. Let's get real. Come on. So, um, oh, yesterday we buried a friend. Um, if I can talk about this without bawling, will be, be nothing short of amazing. I don't know how much I'm going to talk about this, to be honest with you, but yesterday was a lot harder than what I thought it was going to be. Um, I kind of like... Uh, a couple weeks ago, I received a phone call from my sister asking if I'd talk to my best friend. And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to her for a while because we're low maintenance friends. I mean, <laughs> we can go, my best friend from high school and I can go, I mean, seriously, we could not talk to each other for an entire year, pick up the phone or run into each other and just pick up wherever we left off. And it's fine. Neither one of us gets butthurt about it. It's, it's not a big deal, you know, and if I know that if I needed something that she'd be there for me and if she needed something that I'm there for her and that's just, she's like my sister. And I said, no, I've not talked to her. Fuck, I don't remember the last time I talked to her. And so my sister told me about an incident that had happened. Um, there's a lot of rumors and speculation. Like, I mean, some crazy fucking rumors around this whole situation, um, but a friend of ours was killed. And in a not, I mean, very ugly situation um, from what little I know of it. And I can't even speculate what the hell happened. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. All I know is that he's gone. 42 years old. Gone. With little kids. Oh, Jesus, little kids. One of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. I met him um, when I was trucking, and I made a post on Facebook yesterday about this, about how, you know, as as truckers, you're kind of, it's kind of like a brotherhood, and if you, if you have never experienced this, or you didn't, you know, you've, if you've never driven a truck or whatever, it's, it's just a thing, you know, there's like certain things in life, um, certain professions in life that, you know, a large amount of people do, or, you know, like, I don't know, big groups of people go through the same experience or have the same experience. It's a a common shared bond, right? It's a common thing. And you just get it. You there's things that um, are just like, um, something that just comes with the territory, right? Of whatever specific thing this is. And if you experience this in your life, then you just get it. Whatever that sector is or topic is, you just you just get it, right? Like, like trucking. The trucking industry is, man, it's it's a very broad, very diverse, very um, you know, it used to be a very tight knit community, like. You just, it was a, it was a code. There's just a code, you know, of conduct basically. And if you were another trucker, you were, I mean, it's a brotherhood. 
sisterhood, whatever. I'm not going to mince words with semantics, whatever. I'm fucking calling it brotherhood. That's just what I'm calling it. Um, we've lost a lot of that. But for a lot of us, that that hasn't gone away, right? Like, I mean, here's my brother. And it, it was simply because, you know, you could have a conversation and nobody else would have a fucking clue what you were talking about, but you got it. You just like got it. You understood it because you experienced the same things and you just got it, you know, kind of like how triathletes are, you know, people, you just, you share common bond because they just get it or, you know, like other things, you know, teachers. I'm, I'm sure that teachers spare, fit, uh, share a special bond amongst each other in the profession just because they get it. They get each other because they have similar experiences. It's like a brotherhood. So I guess it was really... The funeral was rough, you know, and, and we weren't like close, you guys, I didn't like pick up the phone and call and shoot to shit. You know, I'd seen him in person. I don't know how many times over the last how many years or whatever, but you know, it's just, and I'm a people person. So like if, if I meet you and we have a conversation, we're like friends, whether you want to be friends with me or not, pretty much. I mean, I'm not like pushy like that, but like, I just consider people a friend. You know, I'm a friendly person. I like people. People intrigue me. So I guess I call a lot of people friends and I, and I care about people. And when hard things happen to my friends or my family or whatever, that really hits me hard. And boy, I was not fucking prepared for yesterday. And Eric asked me if he wanted me to go with him. And I'm like, well, it's up to you. And then that was via text. And then he calls me like two seconds later. Like, if you want me to go, I will go. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And I'm glad I did because, you know, that was, that was tough. Especially watching one of his little boys who's same age as Olivia just I mean, like walk across the floor or across the room in front of me in the middle of the service because he was just destroyed. Man, if that doesn't fucking bring waterworks to your eyeballs, seeing that happen, uh, are you a cold son of a bitch? But the service was, I mean, what... What do you, what, what do you do for that? I mean, what do you, how do you, what do you say about that? There were like more people in attendance there than I've probably ever seen at any other service in my life. It was just, there were a lot of people that, that his life touched. Um, it speaks big volumes to what kind of person he was. Guy would give you the shirt off his back if that's all he had even. Um, he was 
He was an exceptional human being. And I know that it's a huge loss for the community and, I mean, just all of us. The the funeral procession from the church to the cemetery was it was it was pretty awesome there were I mean there was probably a line of cars two fucking miles long I'm not even kidding and there were I didn't count the number of trucks I didn't count them I probably should have just just because but it doesn't matter a bunch of guys um decided to do a basically a, a truck brigade um where bobtail and then there was one of um oh crap i'm forgetting his name damn it i know the guy too um truck and a pot empty pot livestock trailer um was part of the funeral procession they uh got a bunch of them together um some of them i know and they pay tribute to our brother and um they went from from the town where the church or the service was held in uh Dizer and went out and the they went through the home farm while the rest of the procession waited and then like as the the procession of cars was waiting for the hearse and then um, a couple of the vehicles to go through the family farm one last time, the all the tri- all the semis caught up. And as we're sitting on the side of the road, they all went past the whole procession and then led into the rest of the way and into the cemetery, which was pretty pretty cool. Um. Ryan's truck was parked at the home farm, hooked to the trailer. Which I noticed, of course, because I noticed trucks and, you know. Um, There was a gentleman driving a white Pete pulling a reefer that pulled off onto the shoulder of the road um, and waited for the entire procession to go past. He was going the opposite direction as us. And he was standing outside his truck with his hat off and over his heart. That one got me. That still gets me. That's the brotherhood. That's the brotherhood, you guys. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of broken hearts. A lot of broken hearts. Excuse me while I like sound like a blubbering mess here for a minute. But that's what's that's what's important. If we are ever to be reminded, if there is one thing that losing a loved one, a friend, I mean, even when it's not a close friend, somebody that's touched your life, it doesn't have to be like, uh, 
the absolute closest person to you. It can still touch your heart. And if it, if it teaches us anything at all, is to live our lives with a greater amount of gratitude. And it's a, it's a definitely a huge reminder to communicate to the people that you care about. And let shit go. Like, there are, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be things that happen. And there's always going to be people that do shitty things and say shitty things or whatever that make people, other people upset. And it's not always the only thing they think or feel or whatever. And sometimes there's more than one bad experience. And sometimes people are shitty for a long time. Hurt people hurt people. It's not an excuse. Please don't think that I'm saying that there's that it's an excuse. It's not an excuse. But it is a fact that sometimes that does happen. And I know that there's a lot of very hurt feelings and a lot of angry feelings around this situation in particular. And there's a lot of things that we don't know. And I mean, I say we like I got a fucking turd in my pocket. I don't have a turd in my pocket. I just know a lot of people and a lot of people talk to me. Um, I talk to a lot of people. That's kind of what I do. That's just who I am. I'm a people person, remember? And there's a lot of people that are really, I mean, oh my God, the, the rumor mill is like so, so crazy with this situation. Somebody told me uh, that they had heard and, and, and it was just, I was, I was shared or I had this shared to me because the person that was sharing it with me was like, you're going to get a kick out of this one because this is fucking ridiculous that it was a drug deal gone bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know where that shit came from, but that like is, is preposterous. It is so stupid. So I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around that one. Just. No, no, duh, no, God. But I mean, and, and shit happens. People have skeletons in their closet that we don't have any idea, right? We don't know. We only know what is in our own lives and the skeletons that are in our own closets. Those are the only ones we know of for sure, right? But that's just so dumb you don't really truly know the heart and the mind of anybody else but yourself. And we want to rationalize and explain things and put a reason and a why behind everything to just fucking comprehend it. 
just to wrap our heads around it, right? That's, that's what we want is we want to know just because we want to know just to be like, you know, make sense of it. And what's the point of making sense of it? I don't know. I mean, is there, does it change anything? No, it doesn't change a fucking thing. I mean, is it going to roll it back and make it not happen? No, it's not going to change a fucking thing. And why do we beat ourselves up in questioning and rationalizing and trying to figure out why, how, what the fuck? It, it just must be, um, I don't know if it's just human nature or what. I really honestly don't know why that is. It's just something because I'm no different. I mean, all of the scenarios went through my head and all of the questions and all of the everything. And then that big one, like, why, why did this have to happen to him? He didn't deserve it. And, you know, you have that conversation I had that conversation with God like why what the hell did he do wrong you know to what did he do to deserve that like he earned it well that's fucking stupid because he did it we have free will as human beings we have free will but that free will is only ours like, I can't control what somebody else does. Just like somebody else can't control what I do. Like, nobody can control what's going on in somebody else's head. I mean, I know of another very young man who is no longer with us. Because he had... The stresses of life, of, of whatever, were on his shoulders. He couldn't take it. And he snapped. And he's not with us anymore. How many of us know a friend, a family member, a spouse, a child who has taken their own life? I bet every fucking single one of you do. I know more than one. And, and we always question, God dang, why didn't I see the writing on the wall? Why didn't I see this coming? Why this? Why that? Why that? It, again, God, we can't be in somebody else's head. We don't know what's going on in somebody else's head. Shit, half the time I don't know what's going on in my own head, let alone anybody else. And we have to be okay with that because there's nothing we can fucking do about it. That's facts that's reality that's it there's nothing we can do about it I mean unless like somebody in that situation reaches out a lot of times nobody knows we don't have ESP well okay I mean I'm not psychic I mean there are some people that that I don't know if people are actually psychic or if it's not or what, but there's some weird shit that goes on out there. Um, like people who 
are mediums or have like a, another, like a sixth sense about things or uh, there's some really interesting stuff out there that like makes me question as to whether that's actually possible because it makes me think that it really kind of is. But really though, A, how many of those types of people are out there? Probably not very many. The average Joe, you, me, Jim, Jack, Jill, Bob, whatever on the street corner uh, that's not us. You know, there's, I don't discount everything, you know, and that's not possible. That's not possible. That's not my mindset. There's a lot of things that are possible. I mean, I'm more leaning towards that anything is possible as to that's not possible type deal. Because there, where there's a will, there's a way. And I've lived that and gone through some things that have, and have experienced that firsthand where this should not have happened or that should not have happened or this should have been the outcome. And I'm like, fuck that. Watch this. Here, hold my beer. Right? And people overcome things. People overcome a lot of things. And then other people don't. And who knows the why? Not me. I don't know if I want to know the why. I'm thinking that might be like seriously more detrimental for my mental he mental health and actually knowing why. Mm. So heavy. And like a couple weeks ago, you guys, I went to Western Nebraska for a funeral for a man I never met. But his wife is one of the has been a very pivotal person, a mentor, a second mom to me for the last 15 years. And when I got the phone call, I knew that I couldn't not go. I had to go. Because that's what you do for family. You're there to support them. And trust me, I did not want to get in that car and drive 11 fucking hours to go to something that was going to be sad and hard. But I felt like I had to. I needed to. And even if it was for two minutes, if that, of exchanging a hug and I'm so sorry, that's, it was worth it. Sounds kind of crazy, but it was worth it. And I say that because the look on her face when she saw me, I knew it mattered. And the, I can't believe you came all the way out here for this. And where else would I be? Because that's what you do. You support your family. Even if they're not your, like, blood family. I mean, I think everybody's kind of figured out by now that just because you're not blood related doesn't discount you. You know, sometimes that's closer family than blood relation. You know? How's that, how's that saying go? You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family? I don't believe that. Because you can totally pick your family. Because family doesn't have to be blood. 
And I'll, I mean, I'll disown some of my siblings every once in a while, just because, but <laughs> that's part of being siblings. Isn't it? I mean, if you're an only child and you have no idea what I'm talking about, but um, unless you have like adopted siblings or super close people, whatever, you know what I mean? But like, if you have siblings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So here we are back here and oh, this is, this is just a heavy one today. And like, there's been so many things that have happened in this last month. It hasn't all been bad. It's been, there's been a lot of good there too. A lot of good. And in that, you know, huge road trip, I got to see some of my work family that I haven't seen in a long time. You know, it's been four years since I've been out there. And a lot of things have changed. And it was really cool to see just how much the business has grown and how much the facility has grown, how things are evolving out there is kind of really exciting. There's a lot of cool things happening. There's a lot of cool things that have happened. And like when... I'm over here in my own little world in my little corner, little spot in Iowa. I don't see the stuff like the the size of the stuff that's happening out there, out in Nebraska, where the home office is. And it's really cool. It was really neat. And it helped put a lot of things in perspective for me in what the changes that have been happening for the last four years, which was good. And I needed that. So it wasn't just a totally sad trip. I mean, it was pretty fucking sad, but it wasn't totally sad, you know? And and that's just like anything in life. You got you got the the hard stuff, but there's so much good stuff. And I think that when we have to handle situations that are the super hard stuff, it makes us appreciate appreciate the good stuff that much more. And it's helped me focus more on the quality of the good stuff, not just a quantity of good stuff. You know, and this is the first time that I've been in my office for more than 15 minutes in the last, I don't know, three weeks, I think. And nobody else is here. Okay, well, save for a minute when one of the guys came from the back hello is anybody here whatever god their timing is terrible always is whatever i'm always trying to record when somebody comes bellering in unannounced but it's fine that's part of what they do here and it always cracks me up because i'm like oh my gosh there he's a funny guy but yeah I don't know when I'll be back here every day since our schedule's gotten all throttled sideways. Hopefully after the 4th of July, then I'll be able to come back into the office for at least a few hours in the morning because I think Eric's going back to second shift. So I don't want to bring my kids to the office. They're bored out of their fucking heads. They drive me bananas and they always walk in and are like either A, fighting or need something, whatever, when I'm on the phone 
and like, it's like, hello, uh, can you see I'm having a conversation? Shut up. <laughs> Figure it out. Because it, inevitably it's something silly. Something like, could you not have given me two minutes to finish this before you had to come like blazing fire through my door? No. They're kids. It's urgent right now. It's always urgent right now. <laughs> Even when it is urgent right now. It's especially urgent right now. But they're not going to be, I mean, they're growing up. It's not going to be very much longer and I'm going to be like, oh, my kids are graduating. And then I'll be officially old like all the other old fuckers I graduated with. They have grandbabies. Like, multiple ones. Yipes. I will be old grandparent. If I ever have grandkids. I don't know. My kids will have kids. You never know. And that's their choice. And... I don't want to become that pushy parent that like pushes my kids to have kids. If they don't want to have kids, then fine. I'll let them, let them live their life to the fullest. It's their life. I mean, I guess I won't get to enjoy the whole like quote payback of watching them struggle with children if they opt to not have kids, but that's fine. I'm not vindictive. I want them to strive and do well and be a productive member of society, not some load. But I don't think either of my kids will be a load. Alex is questionable. Just kidding. He's really not. I mean, he is a teenager. I mean, he's just reached that age where they want to do what they want to do and they don't give a fuck about anything else. And that's just that. <laughs> Video games and four-wheelers. That's that kids, like, love. Although it was funny, and I've totally gone squirrel here, so you're welcome. He told me after he was, got home on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we survived the four-wheeler trip with no hospital visits. I went last week four-wheeling with his dad. And the year before... He wrecked his four-wheeler, ended up at the hospital with two broken wrists and a concussion, and we had a hospital visit for like 48 hours or whatever. But I did not receive a phone call for that. Um, so that was good. I, I would call that a major success. And then on the way home, he was telling me all about his plans to move to Wisconsin and build a shop and have da 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 list of toys and his friends have got to move to Wisconsin with him so that they can like have their four-wheelers and dirt bikes and all this other shit and they can all live together and live happily ever after um basically at a bachelor pad in Wisconsin I'm like okay cool what are you gonna do for work I'm going to be a graphic designer. I'm like, what the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Way out in left field, all of a sudden, now you want to be a graphic designer? Oh, man. I, I don't know where that came from, but uh, we'll explore that further because that's totally super interesting. And I want to see where that goes. Huh. First off, 
you know, you want to be a gamer. Like every other kid right now who wants to be a famous YouTuber that is a gamer. Which, whatever, you know, good luck. I'm here to support you. Do whatever you want to do. But now a graphic designer. So we took a serious hard left turn. But he's 13. So he'll change his mind 55 more times at least before he decides what he wants to do. And then who knows? He'll probably change it half a dozen times as he gets older. Which, great. That's cool. So I guess... That's it. I'm going to bounce out of here because Kim just got here and she's really noisy next door. And you can probably hear cups rattling around. <laughs> so that's it. I'm going to try to be back here on Thursday if I can make it happen. So back to two days a week. Catch you on the flip side. hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.